2: welcome everybody to the Lakers lounge I'm Anthony Irwin as always joined here by Aaron Larsoul uh Aaron I thought that you know being 12 hours or so removed from the game would calm me down a little bit I right. would realize hey this was probably always going six anyway there's not real there's not there's no real to be, no real reason to be livid about this anymore but because- wait other
0: than your Lakers didn't you have a Lakers and 5 ticket
2: yeah, yeah. I, I had they won last night I would have like I would have cleared about a grand or so. So I mean that's that certainly reason. didn't help. Yeah, but, I was gonna say that's a good reason. That that didn't that didn't help um my outlook on 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 that. I mean it was it was a couple of like anyway, but um I did I mean I, I have the biggest ticket that I put in heading into the playoffs was the Lakers winning the the first series, right? Okay. Um, so like, you know, still can, can clear some money here, but, but last night would have been, would have been a nice. Um, all right. Uh, we're going to dive in here. Okay. Ham is a topic of discussion. Giannis is a topic of discussion. Um, which do you want to start with?
0: I mean, this is mostly a Lakers feed, so we probably should start there. However, I'm in the middle of listening to you and Raj last night, so we're gonna just be repeating a lot of the same stuff. So maybe we well, start. Well, yes uh, and no. Way, I mean, either it, way, either way. It
2: depends. Like unless you unless you disagree with some of that stuff, then we wouldn't be repeating it.
0: All right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's the Lakers feed mostly. Generally. All right, we'll unless start. We'll start. The show with is the, called the Lakers Lounge. So let's. Get <clears> it.
2: We'll start with the Lakers stuff then, and um, look, heading into the series, I told you that. I thought the thing that the Lakers could do that Memphis has zero counter for because of the injuries to Brandon Clark and Steven Adams was if the Lakers go big successfully, there is nothing Memphis can do. And um, I felt like they went big successfully. And for much of the time that they were going big successfully, there was nothing Memphis could do other than shoot, a few more three-pointers and and try to get the lakers to match up with them size-wise and eventually they did they did they they got it seems to me they got the lakers to start prioritizing smaller lineups to match up with memphis's guard play and and i think it's made certainly uh game two and game five that that was i think the biggest factor there was was the Lakers brought out guards to match up with Memphis, but Lakers the Lakers guards can't match up with Memphis. And I think that's when the Lakers have really struggled the most. Um, I really think it's basically that simple. You know, the Lakers got away from bigger, bigger longer, more athletic. And, uh, you know, now, now all of a sudden the Lakers are a game away from this thing being in real nervous town. So how do you feel about it?
0: I mean, we can get to the specific lineup I don't like and haven't liked, but I actually disagree because I don't think it's. I mean, I'm I'm not disagreeing that that maybe the Lakers should play bigger, although the Lakers don't really have bigger. I mean, like because Mo Bamba hasn't played. in Oh, I don't mean like I don't mean up front.
2: Like I mean, you know, prioritizing Rui over Troy Brown and Malik Beasley, for example.
0: Okay sure that's that's fair i guess my disagreement is not so much that my disagreement is i don't think it is memphis that has forced the lakers to do anything i think this is just what the lakers do and have done right i Mm -hmm. mean um we can go back to the beginning of the year i know this team is different but some of it is instructive we can go back to the beginning of the year and yep you know there was pat bev was was playing uh was playing the three at times so i don't think this is a memphis specific thing i think this is a I mean we can talk about whether it's a feature or a bug of darvin ham but um i think this is something that he kind of tends to go to
2: ideological I,
0: yeah so so i don't i think it is more that i because right he comes from like the bud tree and 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 obviously saw the success that brooke lopez have and Giannis had just being enormous and kind of standing there and just being enormous um it, it can be useful and um and Lakers fans, we've seen it recently too, right? Because that was the ethos of of the teams with um, with Frank Vogel, including the championship team, right? Just uh, just be, be enormous and physical um, and a defensive minded team. And so, I think that it was more for Darwin. I think this is my guess. I don't know. I haven't spoken to him about it specifically, but my guess is he kind of got into, he fell into the trap at the beginning of the year. Of, and actually, I don't. It's not even really a trap. He just decided that he wanted to play his best guys and more so and it was more about getting the best guys on the floor as much as possible as opposed to maybe the best combinations um Mm -hmm. and at the beginning of the year because the roster was what it was the best guys were the little guys mostly Mm -hmm. um and so i think that has kind of been embedded in his head and i don't think he thinks necessarily that the best guys are the small guys now um although you know other than lebron and ad most of the best guys are smaller guys um but i do think that it is um i think i think he he has fallen into the trap some of not looking at the way that the combinations fit together and um and has defaulted more to guys that he trusts and um guys that he thinks are the best guys on the team and that's that is uh, to be fair to him though in this situation and yes he is a rookie head coach but to be fair to him in this situation that is generally how the playoffs work right like it, like it is not small guys often that get played off the floor. It's big guys that get Mm -hmm. played off the floor in the playoffs generally. So I, I, I think Darwin's been okay in the series. I do. I don't think yesterday was his finest effort. Um, (laughs) So we don't disagree on that. I think we just disagree maybe on the rationale behind it or the reasoning for it.
2: Have you heard anything as far as AD's injury playing a role in him not playing the entirety of the third quarter?
0: no i don't know. i don't know what that was about um i i guess i would only say and so some of it has been can strange you cough because, if
2: there was a call made be like hey we can get an extra home game here you, no. you can cough you don't have to confirm no, or deny you just i can, you I can, can, just af- I can assure you
0: everyone involved i can promise you everyone involved wanted to win last yeah last night yesterday last night yeah last um night. or two nights ago as you listen to this wednesday night um so I don't know what that was about with AD. And part of it has been strange because um, there definitely has been an effort to stagger LeBron and AD some, and to make sure that one of them is on the floor at all times. And I yeah. think that's the right, I think that's the right call. Um, but it has been like LeBron's substitution pattern has been kind of changing here and there um, somewhat. And so AD has been playing, he has, he has played full third quarters and and I understand the thought of, You know, the Lakers are on a run and now is when you put your foot on the gas and try to put your foot on the proverbial neck of uh, not in a dream on Greenway, but on the proverbial neck of of your opposition and just end their season. So I don't I don't know what the answer is. I guess my only like my only thing is Anthony Davis is not going to play 48 minutes, despite what he said uh, (laughs) after the game. You know, I'll play 42, 45, 48, whatever it takes. Great. Um, But that's not reality. He's not going to play 48 minutes. Nobody's going to. In an elimination game, maybe could he, but like nobody plays 48 minutes. Yeah. Um, LeBron certainly is not going to play that much. So there has to be rest at some point. Um, I do think it got away from Darvin last night. And I think it was a mistake, right? I, I understand wanting to, you know, kind of strike while the iron's hot. So I think that's a fair criticism. But the pushback is. There's no good time to sit Anthony Davis, especially when he's having a night like he had last night. There's no good time to sit Anthony Davis. You have to pick a couple times to sit him hopefully briefly. And I understand one needing to sit him, but I do think that Darwin picked the wrong time last night.
2: Yeah. I, so the line of thing just is what it is. I think like you're mentioning, this is, this is an ideological outlook that ham has towards the sport, right? He will go, he will prioritize talent <clears throat> and, and what he looks at in terms of talent is just not something that, that I am going to agree with. Um, and then, you know, to, uh, by the way, to, you will
0: already, you will already have the, uh, as you guys listen to this, you will already know the results of this and you will see stuff on Twitter, but I just got a message that Darvin will be available, uh, this afternoon, Thursday, this afternoon for a little Zoom press conference. So oh, no, you you guys will already have the. Uh, you know there will what be memes in- made or questions or quotes or whatever. You guys will already know this when you're listening to this. But but apparently, this afternoon, Darwin is going to be available.
2: You know what? What I found interesting last night was the first time that I really heard some kind of direct questions about coaching and about approach um, to Darwin. You know. Over the course of the year, I think I think for the most part reporters because look, the, the the head coach is a person that they have to maintain the best relationship with. They talk with that guy the most. They uh, you know, you don't want to sound as a reporter as if you feel like you know more about what to do in certain spots than a head basketball coach of an NBA team does. Uh well, because so, you don't. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's one but reason
0: like, is because you don't.
2: But like a, you especially don't want to sound like it. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, but last night was the first time that we heard, you know, some direct questions about, hey, are you thinking about extending minutes for certain guys? Are you thinking about shortening the rotation or, um, and, and, and stuff like that? And, you know, I think that might say it's going to be interesting how Ham responds to that. Jason Kidd, when he gets those questions, shuts down and does the opposite of what those questions would kind of direct him to do. Um, and, and, and he will be combative combative about it, you know, and was combative about it all season with, uh, Mavericks media and especially Mavericks Twitter for some reason. Um, and, and, and I, I think Ham is a lot more open-minded than kid. I think it actually helps that Ham isn't a hall of fame basketball player and it allows him to be a little bit more open-minded. So it's going to be really interesting to see how he rea- reacts to this stuff, um, but on that, I would, on that- on, I
0: would have one, I do have one disagreement with you shockingly, Yeah. but you generally say that the, the, uh, the media members, their most important relationship is with the head coach. Um, in this case, it's not your most important relationship is with LeBron. Oh obviously. yeah, that's fair. But that's generally fair. that's generally that's the case. Yeah. In it was like this- situations. That's the case. That's not true in golden state. That's not true. Uh, with the Lakers. That's not true in, uh, Milwaukee, which we'll get to, um, But in most cases, yes, that's, that is, that is, that is accurate.
2: But even, even there though, it's like, those are extreme outliers and even still, you still want a very positive relationship. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, unless Um, you want to be
0: known as the guy, unless you're cachet, you know, you have enough cachet and your profile is big enough that you can be known as the guy that goes after people. Then yes. Other than that, Yes.
2: Um, and, and look like another example of it was like the end of Kobe's career when Byron was there and Byron wasn't a good coach and, and, and even still like he would do stuff and say stuff, especially after games (laughs) that, that like, as he's saying it, I remember talking to beat reporters back then. And even since, you know, where they'll be like, he would say stuff and I was just, are you sure you want to go on the record with that? (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, Byron just you, got he just got sick of taking bullets for everybody.
2: Yeah. That
0: roster um, sucked and he just got sick of taking bullets for everybody. Yeah.
2: And you know, and there was a lot of immaturity on it. There was obviously the the D'Angelo Russell and Nick Young situation that he had to to answer questions. I thought he answered questions poorly about it, but he he was he was he one was of those He was he was sick of it at that yeah. point. Um but so so uh, I I I do like while we kind of and I want to go back to some of the decisions here. Mhm. If Ham is going to shorten the roster and extend minutes for certain guys, he has to be more willing to take timeouts. For for if for no other reason to get guys a little bit of rest, these timeouts, especially you know in in these nationally televised playoff games, these timeouts are a good minute or so. You know where guys yeah, can come longer than that. Yeah, they can they can come, uh, they hey, can come. I think
0: they're three minutes. But go ahead. <laughs>
2: Even crazier. But like you so over the 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 last two games, I think in both halves, Ham has finished halves with timeouts in his pocket. Um and and maybe that's why his hands are always there. Like he's just feeling timeouts. They provide warmth. Yeah, boy. Um but but like I, I I think if you're going to like for you know for one thing I, I I disagree with his approach. I get it if you have a team, an older team that has been around each other for a longer amount of time that you want to let them kind of figure things out on the court. I get that. That was Phil Jackson's approach. That's a lot of really good head coaches' approach to those kinds of situations. Problem is these guys have only been together for a couple months and they're exhausted. Like you look at poor LeBron and I think he's sick for one thing. And 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 on top of that, you look at him in in some of these stretches, and he's just gassed. He can't get around guys, and and Wait, why do you think uh, he's sick? He's like keeps coughing. Oh know? yeah, and,
0: I've I've seen that, like clearing his throat and coughing in the post game. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, um, I, if he is, I don't know it. Uh, and then, I don't think I don't necessarily think. I mean, LeBron's thirty eight years old.
2: There's also that. Well, but that and, even more and reason. I think
0: I think his I think the foot is still I don't think he's like one hundred percent even for his thirty-eight year oldness for yeah, you know, the alien that he is. I, I think that's more of what it is. I he, I I do agree with you though. He he does look more winded, gassed, whatever you want to call it, um, at times in games than I've ever seen before. Yeah. And, maybe and maybe he's sick, maybe he's just thirty eight and his foot's not feeling great. I think it could be a lot of things, but
2: um, let's say you're finishing halves though with two timeouts each. Right, that's three minutes per timeout. That's twelve minutes of rest. Well, they carry you...
0: over. They carry over. Not all. Of them. You can lose one, but they carry over from the first half to the second half.
2: Okay, but he. I think he's still wasting about.
0: There is a use it to use it or lose it timeout. But yes. Yeah,
2: and and so like if you but let's say he's not using three of them. You know, I think in all of these games he's finished with at least two or three timeouts, and if he isn't using the the user to lose it timeout also and he's losing one of those and you're getting into like 9 to 12 minutes of rest that these guys can have and you can come back and you can you know hey guys we we got to get stops and 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 we got to focus on this and hey it would be nice if somebody guarded Luke Kennard um and and you know those kinds of things that for the sake of in last game stemming some of these runs in game 4 they 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 had a an extended run Memphis did that wasn't kind of cut off and so you combine the momentum aspect of it and the rest aspect of it and I think like people it's easy I think to to pick on lineups and stuff because when certain guys aren't playing well like when Malik Beasley and Troy Brown aren't playing well it's really clear that they aren't playing well and that's easy to really kind of hone in on but this is something that like even a rookie head coach should be better at managing time and managing rest and stuff like that that's really important
0: I'm going to disagree again Okay, which which will be good, right? This is no, this I like good. it because now we're just not we're, we're not copying the show you did with Raj. Um, yeah. So I agree. Memphis went on. I don't know what it was it, eighteen or twenty to nothing uh, run. Mm-hmm. So I agree. A timeout should have been called there. But as far as using them earlier, and this we also see this with, um, well, uh, we saw it with with uh, Steve Kerr. You know, with the timeout that Steph Curry called that he they, that didn't, they didn't have. have and mm-hmm. steve kerr challenged a call so steve kerr called a timeout with like four minutes left um mm-hmm. randomly which i said at the time or three something maybe it was and i said you do not call a timeout here um and the reason you don't call a timeout here is because that only leaves you with one um for yeah. the last three something minutes and mm-hmm. then he decided to challenge a challenge. play that wasn't gonna win and that leaves you with none and then you get the Steph Curry thing so um <clears throat> excuse me so coaches are afraid of not having the timeouts when they need them yeah. um why did why did darvin end up with a bunch of with timeouts left yesterday because they didn't need them late because the lakers were getting their asses kicked and there was no yeah. there was no like late game strategizing uh mm-hmm. offense for defense subs etc uh, the game before
2: though to. it was like that and he still had two timeouts heading into overtime
0: my point though is that Coaches, especially in the playoffs, are more inclined to save them for later situations. And sometimes those situations don't come. It's why the people, it's why teams almost never, Taylor Jenkins aside, mm-hmm. in game four, game three or four, um, calling a timeout to challenge a play in the first yeah. half that Oof, literally that only led one. to a change of possession. Yeah, like, and he's getting roasted for it, rightly so, because it's yeah. dumb. Yeah. Um. So coaches challenge. save their challenges and save their timeouts for the last couple minutes um the use it or lose it one yes fine you're right but teams do not yes you use them to stop runs and i agree darvin should have used one when it, i what i don't remember was it was it around that time that you
2: would be using that one too it was I
0: close thought. to 20 to nothing i don't know if it was actually 20 to nothing but it was, he was close like to 20 18 to nothing. yeah 18 I, to eventually nothing,
2: sure. eventually it became like a 28 to 2 run like when, when you, for, when you like fully calculate the, the amount the of time. The problem
0: though is, and we can get to the lineup stuff now, if you want the lineup that I said, shouldn't be playing three or four games ago um, mm-hmm. because it just doesn't work. And then came in, the, came on the floor yesterday and I said, don't play this lineup. And yep. then they just got destroyed. I think it was 14, five to end the first half. The last three nineteen of the first half. It was, you know, 14, it was 14, five Memphis. Um, yeah. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The problem, though, is, like, should you should you use one to stop that run? Yeah, probably. But then what? Like, so coaches are, and again, like, this goes with coaches and everything. Like, in football, you know, like, it makes sense to go for it on fourth down almost every time. I mean, like, unless yeah. you're in your own 25-yard line and it's fourth. And, and f- go
2: for it two every time but, like, and all it, that stuff, yeah. But,
0: Coaches are generally, by nature, very conservative. Yeah. Um, the that is changing in the NFL more um, with the with analytics, and it is changing in the NBA, but not. It's like a little bit behind still in the NBA. So coaches are very conservative, like are a very conservative group generally, and mm-hmm. coaches are often more afraid of the catastrophic downside of something than they are willing to. Take chances on upside stuff, mm-hmm. right? And so coaches are terrified of, and this is not a Darvin Ham thing. This is basically an everybody in the NBA thing. Coaches are terrified of not having timeouts at the end of the game when they feel like they need to like micromanage something, right? Um, we saw it with Bud yesterday <laughs> twice. He didn't use a timeout, and he yeah. subbed out, uh, and and he subbed out Brook Lopez and uh, whatever. We can talk about that later. But so I don't think. I think because Ham's mentor fans, by the way, <laughs> wait, wait, what, say that again. Ham's, Ham's mentor, mentor. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that because, like, we notice more of the stuff that's what's in front of us. Um, I watch a ton. I watch every second of every playoff game. Um, I will go with two screens. Uh, um, sometimes I miss a little bit of stuff when I'm at the arena for Lakers games. I'll miss a little bit. Um, but I watch the NBA very very carefully. Um, mm-hmm. but that is not true of most fans even like hardcore Lakers fans and people that love the NBA I put you in that and you watch more you don't watch as much as I do around the league but you watch more than most people but yeah, we get I, we, we get my playoff time i watching
2: thing. all these games cause... but we get myopic
0: about these sort of things right and think yeah. it and think that it is a Darvin ham thing and it's the easiest thing to point out right it's like I mean look LeBron sucked last night like it's the easiest thing to point out is that and by the way I think Bud's gonna get fired He probably should, but it's the easy, it's like the one thing you can just point at that fans, like from casual to very, very involved and very knowledgeable fans. It's like the low hanging fruit. I do think, and again, I said that Darwin, I don't think he was any good last night. I think Darwin was bad last night. Yeah. But I do not, I think the point I'm trying to make is that I don't think that this like weirdness about saving timeouts i don't think it is a darwin specific problem um oh yeah no it I is see. a problem for the lakers or it was a problem certainly yesterday um for the lakers but when that strategy works out we don't say anything right when he has when he saves his timeouts and he has three left and you have to and they're necessary We when it works we don't say anything but so, all right. but i do th- but let me i want to be clear because you and i always talk about like i can be seen as a lakers homer sometimes
2: mm-hmm. um more propagandist yeah. than Homer, but yeah.
0: <laughs> but I never say anything that isn't true. You and I talked about this a lot, right? I yeah. very strongly believe that the game has been too good to me, so I will never say anything I don't believe. Yeah. Um, I just it's so I do not think Darwin was good last night, and I think that yeah. a fair criticism. I just think that like too much is being made of it. He
2: wasn't like uniquely bad, is what you're saying. No, correct. Like his, correct. The, the, I think it the did. Issues... I think it
0: did harm the Lakers last night, but I think that. Um, the mistakes he was what, making get made all every, the time. Correct. Yeah. And when it, and when that conservativeness or conservatism yeah. um, ends up working because there's three timeouts left at the end when you need them, nobody says anything. It's not like, oh, good, it, it worked
2: out. All right. So two two counters. One, and it's the same thing I say all the time to you about when when you when you when you do this thing where it's like, well, other people make that same mistake, and it's like, yes. I'm a father. And Avery says, like, hey, but Billy over there is jumping off the big high rock. Can I go jump off the big high rock? And I'm like, I'm not Billy's dad. I'm your dad. And yeah, I yeah, say, yeah. no, you should not be jumping off a of big I'm high rock. I'm just
0: rocks. offering context and perspective. Oh, for not, sure. It's for sure. not excusing.
2: No, I'm not. I, I'm not saying you are. Um, and in this case, like, look, I was laughing. I mean, I was... Like nervously laughing, it was that meme of like, like nervous, haha, nervous, what the fuck? Like <laughs> Julia Louis Dreyfus on yeah, on, on Veep, right? Um uh, No, I sound like Raj. Oh, is, this, is she the
0: one from uh, what's that? The Seinfeld show? Yeah, 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 I never mm-hmm. seen that, but yeah, okay, I know who that is.
2: Look, I, I think oh, I know was like that Veep. person. Veep is legitimate. Is it like
0: Seinfeld or like
2: whatever Larry David thing? What no. is that show? Well, no. Uh, what think that's a little. There's David a lot one? of like improv comedy in it and stuff, but it, but it's What's like the Larry David one. Curb your enthusiasm.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't understand those. I don't. They they just like the observational. They're, they're pretty good. Yeah, I don't get yeah. that That's white people I don't
2: understand that. Veep Veep is legitimately one of my favorite shows of all okay. time. I, all right. I find it really fun. I won't. I won't check it out, but I should say I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, OK, thanks hey, for the recommendation. You know what? Shouts to Raj for actually finding out who Leroy Jenkins is. I, like, I
0: told Raj, uh, did you see this on, on Twitter? I said to Raj when you when you gave him shit about it. I don't know what that is either.
2: Well, you're old like you're like old old
0: i know but i played i didn't i didn't when i was listening to back well i was listening today this morning um mm-hmm. to your show with raj yesterday after the game and he mentioned that it came from world of warcraft which yeah i played when it first came out uh in college mm-hmm. uh, a buddy of mine we would have like we would play against each other but you had to actually link the computer so we had these like ethernet cables <laughs> running over door frames and across living yeah. rooms and yeah. So we used to so I played World of World of Warcraft back in the day, but not when it was like the online thing. It was when you could yeah. do it locally when we would play against each other. So Yeah, you're like I've you're, never seen that video. I'd never you're heard You're old
2: it. enough to be like pre viral videos when they when we first like discovered the notion of a viral video. You're like old enough to predate that to a certain extent. And and I think that's kind of what's going on. And Raj is like young enough to not know about that, about like the first viral video. So there's kind of a gap in there that I fit into. Is that the first viral video? It's one of them. Like there Isn't was that the, one and one, like what's, what's chocolate? You know,
0: chocolate rain. That dude that like sang chocolate rain. I don't I think... remember that one. Oh, see.
2: Yeah, see. I the one that for a I, long like time first... that was the
0: most viewed YouTube video
2: ever. Ouch! Ouch! Charlie was a big one. Oh yeah, the, the, yeah. the kid so I know that bit one. his brother.
0: Yeah, the kid that, like, got teeth removed Ouch, was on the gas. Ouch, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> That's
2: a good one. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I know that one. Yeah. But anyway, so the other the other counter that I was going to make is I understand that conservatism, but um, with Ham in particular, he says he likes to hand over the X's and O's to LeBron late in the game. And... That means calling fewer timeouts usually. So the Lakers are finishing even close games with timeouts in the pocket. Oh, no, no, and, no, no,
0: no, no. That doesn't mean that. Oh no, no, no. That well that's means, one of the
2: things that it's one of the what that's one of the mm-mm. things that comes out comes out no, there. Yeah.
0: No, that means that means LeBron has the that means Darwin doesn't need to call plays, or if he does call plays, yeah. LeBron has carte blanche to scrap it if he sees something else that he likes better.
2: Yeah. But it also, like we have seen, I look this, this, these playoffs aren't the first times that that, I, that I've noticed Ham have timeouts at the end of these games. Like it's happened, it's been a thing all, all year. And again, like you're saying, he's not unique in that in that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but where I think where where I, what I will say is, I think it the Lakers are you are unique in the impact that that is having on the team because LeBron like in particular needs to be fresher than he currently looks down the stretches of games. And that's fair. And AD, AD, I would say the same thing, given like everything he has to do defensively, giving him an extra breather here and there, and given how much he needs to be on the court because the Lakers are such a tire fire when he's off. Um, he needs more rest than, than I think most superstars. So like this stuff, this stuff like isn't unique to Darwin, but I think the impact on the Lakers is. So, okay, I do agree that
0: I, – I agree that that there have been definitely times where LeBron specifically, but other guys have looked gassed. Um, but that is just so counterintuitive. That's just, like, not how timeouts are used in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, timeouts are used to draw plays. Timeouts are used to, I got to get this guy off the floor, and if it's the only way I can get this guy off the floor, timeouts yeah. are used to advance the ball. Timeouts are used for strategic stuff. Mm -hmm. Timeouts are used to stop runs. Timeouts are used Mm -hmm. to change. Okay, we're going to go to the zone out of this, or we're going to, we need to start doing this more, or we need to get back on defense, or we need to attack the glass, or like keep doing, yay, keep doing this. We're doing, you know, whatever. We're going to get this together. Keep playing like this. Right. Timeouts in the NBA are not used for rest. Yeah, I know. Um, And so, like They should be. Like never. Yeah, no, (laughs) fine. But it also goes back to, the fear of not having them when you need them.
2: Yeah. Um, but I, I also yeah. have a fear of LeBron not having legs no, when he needs them. No, no, that's fear. No, no, I'm not saying,
0: I'm not saying you're I'd wrong. I'd say it's a
2: phobia. I'm not, saying,
0: I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. What I am saying is that... I have
2: fatigue phobia
0: Not only is this, like, not a Darwin thing about saving the timeouts, this is, like, counter to everything, right? It's counter to how the NBA operates normally. And yeah. I think it's a fair thing to say that maybe this is a unique situation where like because the Lakers are so dependent, not so dependent, the Lakers are built around AD who often gets nicked up and has little stuff happening. Um, And LeBron who is in his 20th season and is 38 years old. I think it is fair to say that this is a, not a normal situation, not a normal NBA situation, which calls for maybe more advanced thinking on what is the purpose of the timeouts, right? If you have mm-hmm. LeBron's brain and you don't need it to do strategic stuff late as much as you would like, or as much as most teams would need. Mm-hmm. But then the pushback against that or the the other side of that coin is like for somebody who's an alien and has had the the biggest battery or the longest lasting battery in the history of the league, Whether it's age, whether it's mileage, whether it's because he's just like not completely right physically, whatever it is, LeBron, I agree, has looked like games are taking a toll on him more than I have ever seen before. Yeah. And so maybe that's also the other side of the coin is maybe there needs to be some different thinking because you may not need them as much because you have LeBron's IQ and his experience, but then maybe you do need them more for rest. Mm-hmm. So because LeBron did because of that experience um, and yeah. because of what other situations are now. So I think I think it's fair. It's just to say, like, why doesn't that happen? Well, because nobody does that. That just isn't what happens in the NBA. But I do. I, it's an interesting thing. I hadn't. That was not a criticism I had thought of, um, like stopping the run yesterday. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's a fair criticism. But the, the rest thing, like use those for rest. Didn't even enter my brain because it's just, nobody does that. That's not how the NBA operates, but I, well, that's it, what, it's that's an interesting what people,
2: idea. That's what people come to this channel for. I clearly, think. <laughs> um, all right, let's, let's go ahead and get off this. I, I, I think you and I are both fairly confident in being able to take care of business in game six. I think again, it all kind of comes down to going back to, you know, more of, of, of <clears throat> a wing approach versus, You know, again, trying to see if Beasley can get right or Brown can get it going or whatever. I just think think...
0: that uh, the lineup of Rui, LeBron, Beasley, uh, Troy, and Dennis, um, yeah, just they just can't play together. And I think it's because I, I think it's because Beasley and Troy just can't play together. They especially can't play together
2: without a rim protector.
0: Yeah, there you go. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been saying for months that I thought that. There was only room in not months. Well, maybe a couple months that there was only room in the rotation for either Beasley or Lonnie, because they were too duplicative. Mm -hmm. That choice has been made. It's Beasley, not Lonnie. I think now that we're in the playoffs and the rotations shrink even more, you 100% cannot play Beasley and, uh, and Troy together. Um, and I'm not sure there's room for both of them at all. Um, in, in, in the rotation, my choice would be Troy um because he offers a little bit more size a little bit more athleticism a little bit more on the glass a little bit more defensively so i but to be fair to malik a lot of it is like he comes in plays a couple minutes like gets one shot nobody's really looking for him he gets one shot up it doesn't go in and then he's like okay well he's yeah. not doing anything else so if he's going to be out there and he also you better like get him you better chuck. get him three four five attempts immediately
2: yeah and, and 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 I think the chucking I think has really thrown off his rhythm. I'm with you. Like it's a, I,
0: to be fair, I'm not sure if because Tro- Troy hasn't been making shots either, and if Troy's not making yeah. shots, I'm not sure there's much argument that he should play either.
2: Yeah, I, I think I'd rather disperse those minutes. You know, D'Angelo you gets a few running more out minutes. Options, though, well, I'd rather I'd rather give D'Angelo more minutes. I'd rather like. There's no reason Rui should play any game fewer than thirty minutes. None. Like he, he like he he needs to be at and last night he was on pace to be below 30 minutes. Yeah, know? I think part um, of that
0: was foul trouble um in yeah, the first. And but, he wasn't he I mean he made he made like his first three shots but he was he was I mean but like problematic
2: on the other end too. But like that that's kind of the that's kind of I think that's kind of a result of, of the previous game where he plays eight minutes in the first half there. Like, you know, he, he had a nice rhythm going, he knew when he was like, you know, what, what he was going into, who he was going to go out out there and play with and the combinations that were working with him. And then yeah, for, for some reason, and and it's going to be interesting. Like, you know, ham ham has been very married to that, to that lineup, uh, that you're talking about that I, I, I think can't happen again. It is the second most played lineup after the starters. Yeah, and and that group in, like, in the playoffs. It, it, and all on, I just looked this can, up
0: today. I just continue, looked yeah. it up today because when I looked yesterday, that makes me so angry. Like I when I looked yesterday, When I, yesterday, they were, my uh, <laughs> when, I look, when I looked yesterday, like I sent out that tweet. Like
2: we're they in the bad awful, place, and
0: mm-hmm. I sent out that tweet, and um, it was like they were not as bad uh, at their their net rating was not as bad as I thought it was because they had like a one thirty three offensive rating. This was yeah. before yesterday, and I was just roasting them like, they, these guys should never play together because they've been awful. And by the eye yeah. test, they had been awful. Um, and then I looked yesterday, I was like, huh, this is not this is not uh, as bad. Like, by the numbers, this is not as mm-hmm. bad as I thought. And you know, then like, yesterday happens? <laughs> I mean, and it, 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 so I looked, uh, now I'm, I'm going to bring it up. So I looked this morning, and I was like, yeah, I knew I was right all the time. <laughs> uh, so What's now, a- after yesterday... This group is the second most played group. This is LeBron, Dennis, Ugh. Malik, Tr- Troy, and Rui. Um, they have played uh, 21 minutes. Uh, the starters have played 70 minutes together. This group has mm-hmm. played 21. The next closest is uh, 18, which is LeBron, AD, D-Lo. It's Rui for for Vando
2: for Vando. Which mm-hmm. yeah, uh,
0: so that yeah. they've played that group has played 18 minutes. The uh, the group that I'm talking about is 21. now has now played 21 minutes and is a minus, uh, 16. <laughs> um, all right. I,
2: I, like I said,
0: and it's all, by the way, the offense is still okay. It is all the, if they have a, uh, minus they can't get rebounds. They, they can't rebound and they can't guard. Uh, cause like the other one, part of they it was 34.8 defensive rating.
2: Raj made a really good point good. last night that like Jenkins knows when that lineup is coming in. And he is like set up his rotation in a way that jaw and Jaron are both out there for those minutes specifically. And that group that, that, that group got run off the floor again. So yeah,
0: they get, they get, uh, they get 61% of their defensive rebounds. They give up 39% <laughs> offensive rebound rate. Oh my God. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> good grave. All right. Um, all right. They, I, I want to get I wanna... 40% of the rebounds overall. They just get 40% of all rebounds available. Eh, that's not good. Not
2: not ideal. Not um all right, let's uh, let's really quickly play this sound uh for those who haven't heard it. Giannis gets eliminated. Giannis and the Bucks get eliminated as the one seed by the 8 seed in 5 games. First time ever that that has happened. He was asked after the game this uh this question and gave this answer.
0: I just asked Bud the exact same question,
1: but I'm curious for you, do you view this season as a failure? <sighs> oh my god. Uh Okay, because I'm not that. up we, You asked me the same question last year, Eric. Okay, uh, do you get do you get a promotion every year on your job? No, right? So every year you work is a failure. Yes or no? No. Every every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, right? With, which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able. I don't know. Um, provide the house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards it, it's not a failure, it's steps to success, you know, and if you've never, I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want to make it personal. So there's always steps to it, you know, um, Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championship. The other nine years was a failure. That's what you're telling me. No, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no? no, I mean, I don't think so, no. Okay, exactly. So why are you ask me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. You know, there's good days, bad days. Some days some days you are able to uh, be successful, some days you're not. Some days it's your turn, some days it's not your turn. And that's what sports about. You don't always win. Some other, other people are going to win. And this year, somebody else is going to win. Similar as that. We're going to come back next year, try to be better, try to build good habits, try to um, play better, not have a 10-day stretch with uh, playing bad basketball. You know, and hopefully we can win a championship. So 50 years from 1971 to 2021, that we didn't win a championship, it was 50 years of failures. No, it was not. It was steps to it, you know? And we were able to win one. Hopefully, we can win another one. You know, i sorry that I didn't want to make it personal. Because you asked me the same question last year. And uh, last year, I wasn't in the, in the uh, right um, mind space to answer the question back.
2: There's no failing in sports.
1: There's so much here. Can
0: I, may I please? Yeah. There is so much here. Um, I love Giannis. Um, I think that he is basically everything that is right about sports, about basketball, um, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways about America and, and and the ways in which, you know, sports are, uh, uh, and teams are like a microcosm of societies. Um, Giannis is the best player in the world. I don't know that it's all that close and I really respect Giannis um and I I especially respect him for like checking himself on this Mm -hmm. and kind of starting down a path and then apologizing and saying he didn't want to make it personal um but he's wrong and he's telling you he's wrong of course he of course it's a failure Michael Jordan would tell you he failed the nine years he didn't win what kobe played 20 years 21 years mm-hmm. he won five titles kobe would tell you every other year was a failure you're mm-hmm. only playing to win a title that is the purpose of it the analogy is bad about did you, do you get a promotion every year um because if eric whoever the the reporter is if eric writes every article perfectly wins every wins every article he's not necessarily going to get a promotion that's still decided by somebody else yeah, sports are it's one of the reasons why we love sports, right? It's not decided by anybody else. If Giannis yeah. won every game, he'd win the title. Giannis's reaction there is telling you he's lying to you. I don't know that he's not lying to you obfuscating. Yeah, I think part of it, the analogy sucks. Maybe part of it is because like English isn't his first language. Um, but the reason that Giannis is so frustrated with the loss and therefore frustrated with the the question. It's because he failed or they yeah. failed. He, he failed. He failed. The team failed and he failed. They didn't win failure. Um, and so
2: I have, a not, lot only, did they, did, on not only did they, not only did they not win a championship, but I'm sorry, man, you just got beaten. You got beat the first eight seed. Yeah.
0: Yes. I, but I, he could have this conversation. They lose game seven on somebody could punt one in from 70 feet and they lose game seven in the finals. It's still a failure you Mm -hmm. lost you failed the only goal is winning a title there sure we can talk about the friends we made along the way right or like (laughs) the money that was made or the camaraderie the brotherhood and you have to enjoy the process also or you're probably not going to get to where you want to all of that is true all of that is true but Giannis is he's just wrong he is wrong yes it's a failure the season is a failure I do, I do want to say though, I, a lot of like a lot of respect to Giannis. I do think he's the best player in the world. I don't think it's yeah. all that close, um, but I think he's he's telling on himself, right? The reason he is so frustrated is because the failure of his season ending was hitting him, and that's why he was frustrated. Um, but I do really respect him. Like twice, like starting down a path and then saying, no, 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 like I don't like I'm not that guy. I don't want to be that way or something. Right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make this about yeah, And then like saying very specifically, I don't want to make this personal and using the reporter's name. Um, mm-hmm. he's obviously Never frustrated. He's obviously frustrated. Understandably. Um, he, he had some failings last night. He was 10 of 23 from the line. He, Seven threw, turnovers. he threw the ball, uh, almost out of bounds because he was so terrified of getting fouled, which gave Miami a chance to tie it at the end. Um, We also, I don't know that I need Giannis on the ball. If, why not, why not just put Brooke Lopez on the ball for that inbound and then let Giannis play center field. So you can't throw something to the rim or if Giannis is going to be on the ball, which he shouldn't be because he's maybe the best, he's probably the best defender in the league when he's engaged. If he's going to be on the ball for length, put Brooke Lopez under the basket. So, and you know, we talked a little bit about Bud earlier. This is a complete failing on Bud, but. Giannis is lying. I don't, I don't, I don't want to call him a liar. I'm not saying he's lying. Yeah, um, he, my, my point is he is.
2: It's yes, a trick. It's, it's an
0: intellectual it's a, it's a trick. Failure. It's a failure. Yeah. It's a failure. And I think he knows maybe not in the moment. He may feel however he was saying in the moment, but I think if you asked him today or if you gave him truth serum, whenever he would say, yeah, we failed, we lost, we failed. We yeah. didn't win a title. That's a failure. It's hard to look at it that way. Right. Because there's only like, you know, there's only one, uh, there's only one yeah, Only, uh, one, team uh, there's only one. homecoming king and queen, right? Like, you, there's yeah. only one, right? And, you know, unless if you are in the playoffs, there's only one team that wins the last game of their season. You know, if you're not, if you're in the lottery, who cares? Maybe you win the last game of the season when nobody cares. <laughs> but if you're in the playoffs, yeah. yeah you're the there's only one team that wins the last and game then that team that wins their last game of the
2: season, that the the of the season failed because <laughs> <laughs> if they're in the lottery right and they win that last game they also <laughs> that's failed. sports that's sports right that's yeah
0: sports. it's, it's so, why i don't like why i don't get the I, i've become a premier league fan you know uh, english premier league soccer fan and mm-hmm. i don't get it there's no playoffs and so i don't get it because it's just like every you play 38 games there's you know 20 teams so there's 19 teams you play in other teams you play one home and one away right mm-hmm. and you just play the whole regular season and the team with the most points at the end wins but like for in teams a couple of one team or two teams or whatever can be so far ahead that by like you know whatever with half the season gone everybody else is just like what's the point yeah right like so Okay, we're playing for pride. Okay, that's not sports, right? Yeah, we're playing to be. We're playing to finish tenth instead of twelfth. Who cares? Yeah, there's one team that wins, and everybody else loses, and everybody that didn't win is a failure. Because otherwise, what's the point? What are we trying to do here?
2: That's that's a thing, and and you know we're we're um we're in this interesting spot in media where there is a lot more focus on the way athletes feel and life beyond sports and athletes as human beings. And I think generally speaking, that's a good thing, right? Thinking of athletes as human beings is, is all, always a, a, a good spot here. And as a human being, Giannis is objectively succeeding in life, right? Coming from where he came from, um, twice over an immigrant and is now should be the face of, of this global sports league. um, absolutely succeeding in life in, in every way that you possibly can on and off the court, by the way, too, like seems to be a a great family guy. Um, like you said is like everything that the league would want its best player to be. So in that regard, American, yes. Yeah. But in that regard, uh, he is, he is objectively succeeding thing is though. So are the other players who are, who, who won that game, like Jimmy Butler, also succeeding in life and he won that game and he gets to move on with an opportunity to win yes. this championship and if they you lose know? to the knicks jimmy butler yeah. will
0: tell you we our season was a failure
2: and that's part of why jimmy butler is so fucking good in the playoffs is because he understands that those guys that like those guys that it's it keeps them up at night and yeah like this isn't healthy and and celebrating this we can we can talk about that if you want, but like it, the, the people who, who it keeps up at night that they didn't succeed in any given year. Those guys are the great ones. And, and by that's way, what makes them great. The,
0: Giannis is one of those guys. By the yeah. Way.
2: And I'm, and, and that's the other part of this. Like you're saying, like, I wouldn't go so far as to say that he's lying there, but I also know that if he was asked that question right now with 24 hours to process losing and understanding that, yeah, his team and he specifically in that game failed, um, and his organization I mean, failed I mean, him
0: he, i mean he had
2: he
0: i don't want to say Giannis failed in that game i mean he was 10 of 23 from the line and had seven turnovers but yeah. then he have like 38 and 20 also. oh yeah no
2: no he's he was great but he also didn't do enough to win you
0: yeah, know make a few that's more fair. free
2: throws you win don't turn the ball over like that because you're afraid to get to the free throw line you win um and and so like if he had more time to think about this, yeah, I'm sure 30, he would. Thirty-eight and twenty, yes, lucky guess. Great 38 game, 38 phenomenal game. Um, also, though, like talk around the league is that he could have gone a game earlier. He could have played a game earlier in that series, and Milwaukee held him out because they didn't respect Miami, and and you know,
0: well, uh, they wind fair, up losing.
2: To be fair, the one the game, the first game he set, they won. Yeah, no, but still like I, that, that was still a decision that, you know, it is, um, I haven't heard that, but yeah, whispered I, about as a okay. decision that they made. And, Interesting. and I had not heard that. And you know, in, in that regard, Milwaukee failed, they failed him, you know? And, and, I, I you know, all of those guys, the entire organization failed their fans, I mean, that's a one seed that you just,
0: they have a fascinating summer boy. Yeah, man, they have a
2: fascinating they, summer. They they did they've done, <clears throat> um, they did this thing after winning a championship. They let PJ Tucker walk in part because of financial reasons, and they let Dante Divincenzo walk um, in part for financial reasons and tax burden stuff.
0: Yeah, but Dante was Dante was hurt also though.
2: Yeah, but and but it I'm was saying, awful last
0: year in Sacramento. But
2: um, but like you know, it, I guess my point is more that like where they are really lacking is is in some of the stuff that those guys provided the year that they won the championship now maybe they don't continue to provide those things but i think pj tucker in particular um would would help with some of the stuff that they that they need and like drew was getting cooked by the the other the the other thing too is and like one day we're gonna realize this (laughs) wings guys wings You can't have Grayson Allen out there. You can't have Joe Ingles. Like, Can we talk about why Grayson Allen
0: like didn't take the last shot but was like got the ball to theoretically take the last shot? Yeah. I that, don't was, know. that was very messy, but go ahead. But
2: like I, I just I, I don't know. I, I I appreciate Giannis and I and I I appreciate that in that moment he still tried to be thoughtful, but I think he really he really ignored expectations for one, right? right. that... You know, it did, did, were the first 50 years of the organization a failure because they didn't win championships or yes. whatever. And yes. it's like, for one, all right, one. Not the first um, 50 there years,
0: are, but the, the last 50 years. They are, they, were, they are, there, there are degrees
2: after. of of success or failure, right? This, this season in particular was a, was a, a, a disaster of the highest scale that a playoff team can get to because we have literally, never seen a one seed lose to an eight seed in five games, right? It not, <laughs> they dropped three straight to this team. I, I believe the
0: third time, I think, I don't remember who put this out on Twitter, but I think it's, or maybe it was on inside the NBA. I, I think it was on Twitter. This was the third time that the, um, I think, so A one seed has lost to an eight seed six times, Yeah, um, but this is only the third time in history that, um, that uh, the betting favorite, and Milwaukee was the betting favorite mm-hmm. to win the title got eliminated in the first round.
2: Yeah. It, it, so I I don't know. I, again, I think it's cool that we are moving into this space where we are considering these guys as human beings more, and we are showing more empathy in general for athletes. I think generally that's a good thing, but I also think as with every other progress, every other form of progress, um, it is a lot of trial and error. And, I, and 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 the people who were saying, like, who are echoing there is no failure in sports, maybe you didn't play sports. <laughs> like-
0: no, I think those people, my guess is those people are, and I think this is what Giannis is getting at, too, is that, like, we're still, this is my guess, and I don't want to speak for him, but, like, this is my guess and my read to it is that, like, when you compare it to things in the real world, right? You know, this is like when we call when Kobe plays with injury, when we call it heroic. Like, no, he's playing sports, right? It's there yeah. is no, there's nothing heroic about it, right? Mm-hmm. There are people in actual war, yeah. right? <laughs> there are real heroes. Um, so I think podcasters, I think it's un- for example, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is. I think. I think. My, I think. What Giannis is getting at, and this is my guess, is that like compared to the real world there's no failure here, right? Because everybody's well, making sure. a bunch of money and they all have great lives. And of course mm-hmm. they're humans and have real lives and there's problems there too. But like compared to real world stuff, um, this is not a failure. But as far as sports goes, this is a failure. This yeah. is a failure of the highest order. Not so much a choke necessarily, cause that usually is like that you have a big lead and you just give it up, but mm-hmm. yeah. To your point, like this is a failure of the highest order as far as basketball goes and relative to expectations. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I think it is good to have perspective. Like, if that's Giannis's point, like, there's no real failure here because, like, you know, no one died and. This the, there's nothing political here, there's no wars, there's no geopolitical yeah. stuff, international problem like
2: and look, he in particular would be more of more aware of that than the vast majority of those athletes playing it, right? Again, given everything that he has experienced, yes, I, I and, and I I that's part of what I, I responded to last night or responded with last night. In terms of life, in terms of real world stuff, he is absolutely killing it. He is doing really effing well. All that said, all that said, so are the guys who are doing all of that and just beat him in five games. (laughs) So, so like if you're if you're gonna look at it, look at it that way. Max Bruce's upbringing, (laughs) I guess that's true. Who's who's who else is on that? Who all is on that team? Are there any like kids of NBA players? I guess those. Kevin Love. What about him? Kevin Love's on that team. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to think of like players whose parents were in the no, NBA. I think
0: I think his dad, I think Kevin Love's dad played. Or he at least played in college. I'm not sure if he yeah. played in the NBA. I think he did have a cup of coffee in the NBA, but his dad yeah. his dad played professionally. So okay. So like
2: NBA. in that regard like Giannis is doing better than Kevin given like progress over the course of his life. Way to go. But but like also Love is doing better. His team is doing better than Giannis's is right now. So, you know, and that's the point. Like that's the part of this that I just don't get. It is like yes, we can again we can keep perspective here and understand real world stuff. That is all that is all still over there. But for the sake of what these, what, what, what fans are watching the game for <laughs> the point is to win, you know, Herm Edwards, you play to win right. the game. I like
0: ask, ask, <laughs> ask bucks fans. If they feel like the
2: season was, yeah. Are you, success are you happy? That, partial success? Are you happy that Giannis is a gajillionaire? Or are, or are you pissed that he's a gadolinier and lost you lost to the Miami Heat in five? I would probably say most people take the latter uh, approach. How are
0: Lakers fans <laughs> going to feel if game six doesn't go the way that we all would like it to go?
2: I don't know if I'll be able to record, to be completely honest. I'm like, I'm like oddly I won't invested. I will be able to record because
0: I will be in the arena, and if it does not go well, I will not be able to record. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. Well, on that note, um, as of right now, you guys have probably noticed Harrison has not been here in a little, a little while. As of right now, the plan is to record with Raj and myself after the game Friday night um, or, you know, tonight by the time you guys are listening to this. Uh, we also have, you know, playback uh, on, on uh, All Access Lakers is, is Aaron's uh, channel over there. They are going to be live. Raj and Shub are, are going to be live for Correct. that one. Yep. Um, uh, you know, tomorrow night or tonight, by the time you guys are listening to this. Um, by the time you guys have listened to this, I hope you did check out my appearance uh, that I do every week with Aaron on All Access Lakers. Um. So so check out all of the work that they're doing over there. Check out all of the conversations that we've had over the course of this week. And and yeah, we'll just we'll just keep on trugging along here so long as the Lakers uh, keep giving us stuff to talk about, which is going to be the case for the Lakers for always give us stuff to talk about. <laughs> it <could laughs> they be don't like do August third, and we'll have something to talk about. They don't do anything normal. Like there's no such thing as just a casual. That's Lakers That's not true. Guy. Huh? The Lakers can do plenty
0: of things normally, and it's the Lakers, so everybody still wants to talk about it.
2: Yeah, but normally, normally it's it's it, there's an extra little sauce on it. Because it's the Lakers. There's always a little bit of sriracha. Like, they don't cook with... Sriracha if- is delicious. Sriracha <laughs> is delicious. <laughs> the, 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 the Lakers do not cook with just salt and pepper. That is that is not what they do. If you ain't sneezing, it ain't
1: seasoned. <laughs> Talk to you guys next